Hi, my name is Alide Jadeomi. Thank you for joining us today on Godly Council. If today is your first time of joining us on Godly Council, I want you to know Godly Council is a place where we teach, preach, and admonish the undiluted word of God, the old council of truth. Not that we are the only one teaching the truth of Christ, but we are joined together with every other believer, every other teacher, every other preacher, prophet, um, apostles, at any category that are teaching, living the word of Christ, to join them to teach and live the truth of Christ. Thank you for joining us. So um, today um, we're going to continue in our message where we are going to, what we started with, the serpent was more subdued. So we're going to be uh, ending the part, the message today, hopefully, uh, hopefully, <laughs> I was about to say as Jesus Christ, as I was about to say, as the Holy Spirit leads, but as I um, urge that we're going to finish it today. So before we go into the world, I will say a short prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We worship, we magnify your holy name. Lord, as I'm about to start the message today, Lord, start with us. Lord, the teacher is a sinner, Lord, have mercy. Father, the heir is also a sinner, Lord, have mercy. Lord, we rebuke the devourer to not distract this message and allow you to preach life. Not just the mere word of Adidija doing, but the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit speaking through me in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Father, and in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Okay, so um, the serpent was more subtle. Um, I did a lot of introduction and a lot of teaching that actually go into a side that went into not sideways per se, but went into um another me teaching but thank god it was still the awesome something you need so i want you to get a part one especially if this is your first time of listening to us in the second part i want you to get a part one so today we're going to be talking about who we're going to be analyzing what the serpent stands for because one of the things we know is that when the serpent was more subtle we need to understand that the enemy that is the one that says ensuring that the serpent that is ensuring that every believer is in bondage and is in the level of we cannot be able to translate the things God is trying to do through us or to misunderstand what God is trying to do. Um, I was praying yesterday and the Holy Spirit was showing me so many things of misunderstanding of what the enemy is doing in our time. So and of course it's not that it started it now, it is something that has been there before now. So the enemy is just amplifying whatever it is. That so that's one of the reasons why you cannot take the enemy for granted. Not even with uh, I bind the enemy. Not even with the devil is under my feet. No, no, no. He is wise. He is wise, and it is not. You cannot just do it and uh, do away with him because the person that has the spirit that has been here from the beginning of creation up to this point. So um, another thing we need to do is that most of our thoughts that we know everything about the enemy, but we are just not true, not true. And then that's another thing that is killing us and that what is giving the enemy the power to actually become more subtle, clever, shrewd, um, taking advantage of everything the believer knows and doesn't know. Why? Because we feel we know. And assumption is one of the killers that is affecting a lot of believers not to be able to walk into this truth and be able to tackle every agenda of the enemy. The enemy is real. 
is real and of course i'm not glorifying the enemy but i'm telling you that the awareness of the enemy is what should lead into prayer is what should lead into spending the time with the holy spirit jesus said they need to go so that he can give us a comforter why does he need to send the holy spirit if he had done everything if he had given us all the power but we need the holy spirit to guide us because you can't win the enemy by your power you can't win the enemy by what you think you know because walking in on this earth with every kingdom as every um, structure that is in place every system that is even being manipulated by the enemy you need the holy spirit to make you to walk in the right path so the enemy many times capitalize on this and there's no doubt this is what Apostle Paul said. I would like us to refer Second Corinthians four eighteen, and that is the amplified Second Corinthians four eighteen. I would like us to read it so that we can truly um, get the understanding. So we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are unseen. For the things which are visible and temporal, just a brief and fleeting. But the things which are invisible are everlasting and imperishable. So most of the time when we feel like we've seen it all, that is when the enemy now brings now bring up from the um should I let let's use bag so that I can help your thought process. So they bring it from one ancient bag and just bring another one out. And you kind of where is this one coming from? So that is how the enemy operates, and that's how he has been operating in every spell because we're not there. If you try something that was working in 20 years ago, for example, and then you try this and it's not working, it goes back to 40, it goes back to 100, it goes back as far as 1 million years. That's why King Solomon told us that nothing is new on earth. Nothing. Nothing. No matter what it is that you feel like uh, it's just happening or is new. And that's even why our innovation is not new. It's just a patches of many innovation if because some of them were forgotten and you are reviving back and i thought it's no it's not it's not so it is not new so an enemy takes advantage of the assumption of it because there are some things that we've not seen because what we've seen is temporal and the enemy is aware but what we've not seen is everlasting because there are so many things in this bucket you can see in the spirit realm you can see in the earth realm so the advantage is there and why am i spending a lot of time all, all the time teaching on this is for you to get you ready to understand that whatever you are doing ensure that you are doing it with god that's the that's just a simple um statement to back it. anything you are doing ensure you are doing it with god not doing it for yourself not doing it so that you can just be comfortable even in your comfort zone let it be with god even in your comfort zone, let it be with God. Not with you, not with what you know or what you think you have seen. But let every time that you spend on this earth be in accordance to God's will. Because at the end of the day, the enemy is always after what is the end. Not to the beginning, not the middle. And it's not like it's after you being rich or poor. No, 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 that's not the enemy. Because he knows all those amenities he serves for the earth. It's only the rich souls and the poor souls that actually that makes it out of this head that end up whether being hellfire or heaven so jesus christ did not send the holy spirit to us because it is a normal ritual like i said uh, 
a day because many of us cannot survive the wolves of the enemy. We can't. So that's why Jesus. So now, don't forget the enemy has so many things. And I want to quickly list it out for you. Then I will actually help you on how you can daily work in it. So now, number one, the enemy is imposter. The enemy is imposter. It imposed. It takes. Do you, know, you remember the scripture that we were told that the angel of light, uh, the angel of darkness, disguised himself as the angel of light. Do you know about the sheep among the and uh, the wolf are in the sheep clothing? So those scriptures, especially illustrated by Apostle Paul, is to tell us that the enemy is an imposter. He's an imposter, and you need to know this so that it makes you understand that you are not alone. So it is easier to have 12 disciples, but one of it is going to be the demon that is going to ensure Jesus Christ is nailed on the cross. And that is the thing of the imposter. It is possible to marry the best of the wife, and yet she's giving you some kind of issues at home, and you're thinking, didn't I marry the devil? Because it's an imposter. It's not that your wife is bad. It's not that your husband is bad. It's not that she's doing, but the enemy is imposed himself changes the environment to make it look like what it is not so look at what matthew 13 25 tells us in NIRV. but while everyone was sleeping his enemy came the enemy planted weeds among weeds then went away while we sleep the enemy is busy planting you should know the enemy doesn't sleep and every human beings we every human beings on earth uh, we all have a limit to rest but yet the enemy doesn't sleep jesus doesn't sleep god doesn't sleep so the moment you're sleeping and uh, what i'm the sleeping we're talking about here is not the physical sleeping it's the spiritual sleeping the enemy will plant its own people in that space right now it shouldn't be shocking to you that you can just wake up and then notice uh, a being or someone that you used to know begin to change or you find some people around your life that are, they are not thinking okay for example I, I'm trying to look for the clear example to give you just got a job you're a career person you got into the company and then you got there you now start find you found someone that is against your progress against your sources always tackling you always telling you you like it making you feel you don't know what you are doing but what all I want to tell you now is that that person is not coincidence the person did not find him or herself the person has been what planted in there because you are coming oh god yes see the journey of the enemy and is is a is a leader that overview and oversee the entire um, um universe and then is busy planning yes he has demons it's just like a ladder of leadership you have somebody at the top there that from the top you could see every single thing 360 view to see what is happening from end to end so from there you can now begin to bring in strategies bringing things in play to ensure that okay before this thing gets to this point he has already found something to tackle to block it before it gets to this point so that's how the enemy works is the hierarchy that's how god works is the hierarchy so it's there planting making sure that some people are imposters in the space and making making you look like they are light but they are not that's why you find somebody that after you spend 10 years of being a friend with a person and the person began to 
backbite you and you're not like we're friends and then you stop trusting people but do you know what the enemy achieved there it's not because you are poor or rich or what you lost in the process no for the fact that you now find it hard to trust people and yes god said we should love yet god said go into our nation to win souls so how can you win souls when you are not finding it hard to trust human beings how can you love when you find it hard to trust so that alone he has taken off the commandment about love then he begin to work on other things to get you so because the person that you met in the job that is giving you a whole lot of heat to make to make you feel like you don't know what you are doing the enemy intentionally work on his or her life making him miserable now get her to the point that she cannot believe that oh for me to be successful in life i have to fight for my place and that might be just the basis and the person is not doing intentional but when person now sees you as threat that is going to take her place or his place then it begin to fight you to make you feel like you don't know what you are doing and at that point all you will now pray is god clear my enemy <laughs> but the enemy at that point is not the person is the spirit behind the person so the second thing you need to know about the enemy is that it's persistent is very 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 persistent and if you notice that i've been talking about the enemy no enemies is very very persistent one of the things i didn't mention in the imposter is not just human being also the system too can be positioned as imposter so the system can look like it's going to make you great but at the end of the day it's going to put you to this denying god um I'm from the I'm from Africa. I still live in Africa in Nigeria precisely, and then I've seen a lot of my friends that um, decided to want to go for greener pasture in uh, the developed countries uh, and where we're developed also in Nigeria. So what I mean is that uh, there are some systems that have been put in place in some countries that makes everything they do as perfect, and there's a greener pastures for somebody from here. So one of the things that they feel like when they leave here and get there they are a prayer warrior they spend time praying fasting studying the words dedicated to the things of god but after suddenly they found themselves in that space and they don't believe in god anymore they even began to denounce god so what happened so it's a system that you feel like that poses itself like it's a perfect system that will make everything work out for you that it seems like it's even god some for some people even give testimony in the church in the presence of god and said god you did this. some even lay down flat on the floor thanking god for hours and hours but found themselves in that same country and now realize that the same god that he held so high they now start saying the god like is a scam or like it's not the true god or like it's just a fiction in the head so this system to also stand as an imposter that the enemy works with to just get us out of the presence of god so persistence is what i was talking about Ephesians 6 16 efficient 6 16 new living translation in addition to all of this hold up to the shield of faith to stop the fearing arrows of the devil he is always persistent he doesn't give up easily the story of job should be the best example for you to know that the enemy doesn't give up easily job you have a you are god has given you a chance to attack everything job owns and 
the guy still did not denounce God. He now went back to God to let him know that, yeah, it's because of the things you gave him. If you attack his body, if you put sickness in him, he, will, he still went back to do. No mercy in the land of the enemy. He is so persistent to assure that one soul, the same way the Bible told us when Jesus was talking in the parable, that if one soul is mourned in heaven, there's a celebration, there's gladness. But on the, in, the, in, in, in the hellfire, if one soul is one in the hellfire, there's no celebration that one soul is just like, there's this feeling like, yes, I'm not alone. I'm not alone in the fire, so I have more companies to join me in the fire that I can control and manipulate even in my pain. So that is what is happening. So he's so persistent to ensure that gets a lot of people to hellfire. So, so persistent. And truly, that is the goal. It's just to ensure that the, at the end time, he will have enough people to be with him. It's not every single thing that you're facing right now that you think, oh, the enemy doesn't want all of them. The bottom line is getting you guys, oh, sorry, not you guys, getting souls of men to be in the scare. You know, he doesn't want to be there along with the demons. But the creation that God created to be there, and if possible, every human being that lives on earth should be there with him, if possible, if possible. So that's it. So that's why he's very, 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 very persistent. Then it's a deceiver which is not new. He's a deceiver. He ensure that he deceives many people, deceive you into the things that you feel like you're right. And then there's a great deceit, deceit that is going on now. Good, good. I think I even mentioned it in the first part. Is the good we are making what is good to be God, which is not true. So what is good doesn't necessarily mean to be God. What is good means that it is just good for us here on earth. It might not be God. So we need to watch out for the deception. Um, John 18, 44, uh, Amplified Version. You are of your father, the devil. It is your will to practice the desires which are characteristics of your father. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks what is natural to him, for he is a liar and the father of lies and half truths. Half truths. Take the note of that one. It will not be that it's not truth, but half truths. The same way they told Eve in the Garden of Eden. They told Eve, if you eat from this tree, you shall die. True. But not that physical death, but spiritual death. So half truths will need to work. As a manipulator, it manipulates your life. He manipulates many people's life to ensure that um, you keep working against the will of God. He manipulates a lot of people's life. He ensures that he manipulates you into doing the things that is wrong. So now, the reason why I breathe this way is because he manipulated my life for a long, 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 long time. And then uh, it was not easy because it was Jesus that came into my life and then decided to help me to rescue me from the manipulation of the enemy. The enemy just gets you to do things that at the end of the day you feel like is the right thing, at the end of it is wrong. It manipulates your life to do the wrong things. And then the next one is a seducer. It seduces you from afar into it. And of course, the best way to see seduce right now is sexual immorality, sexual unhealthiness, sexual sin, and iniquity. But that's not the great seduction of the enemy. No. 
the, se the sexual morality is to get you focused on your body, focus on the satisfaction, and keep on opening your portal on the spirit to so embrace demons into your body, which is another teaching entirely that will teach you what sexual morality does. But what I'm talking about here in the seducing of the enemy is to get you to the point that you so believe him and you help him to start recruiting other people into his kingdom. You so believe him and help him to recruit other people into his kingdom without forcing you, without making you like a forced law, eating you with ham and home. And he does this so much that he has made a lot a lot of people to become an ambassador of the kingdom of darkness without knowing and they feel they are having life so then connie is very connie is very connie we saw it in genesis where i've been in king james version that the enemy was more cunning the serpent was more cunning than every other animal it's cunning it tricks that just tell you things or give you like five grand to collect five thousand from you so that is it giving you $10 to collect $10,000. So whatever he's giving you something, what's going to take is more. But I'm sorry to tell you, he's not going to give you $10 to get $10,000. He's going to give you $1 million to collect 1 million souls from you. Yes. Yes. I wish I can dive this, but let me quickly dive in an issue. When he recruits somebody into his tutelage, especially uh, maybe a musician, because every human comes to earth with a gift created by God, not by the devil. So he manipulates you to ensure you, he seduces you, he submits to him. And then you begin to become a music for him. So when he's now saying, I'm going to give you $1 million, because you can't spend that $1 million. You can't have a house, mansion, what? A million of dollars you can't have a car worth a million a private jet a lifestyle that what's that in heaven because more that that currency money doesn't exist in heaven so it gets you to submit to the and to you you are receiving something huge but that will not be forever but what is taking is to use your gifts to ensure that it drives millions of people into his kingdom whether you're a musician, a footballer, whatever it is that the gifts God has given you, whether you're a teacher like me, it will ensure that you begin to teach so much about the kingdom without knowing it because you will now be telling that, denouncing Jesus. So then the last thing one want to know about the enemy is that he's a thief. Yes, he's a thief. He comes to steal, to kill, to destroy, but Jesus comes to give life. So he's a thief. He's a thief. And I'm rushing now so that, like I promised, I want us to end the message here today so is a thief is a thief so what no we have talked so much about the enemy but we know how we, we need to know how we can defeat the power of the enemy that is a loss and we need to know how to defeat the power of the enemy so um i think i'm gonna have another part of this and <laughs> i'm gonna have i didn't prepare it because how we can defeat the power of the enemy is not something i can rush through rush through i need to actually teach you on this because there are some examples some principles some patterns that you need to know so that you will not just want to pick it one by one but i need to open your heart and we're going to do a short not a short short prayer but we're going to be praying for like five to ten minutes 
and the 10 minutes will help us to defeat every power the enemy has over you and to defeat you from the power of sin and iniquity and we will now go into praying this grace that god has given us to defeat the enemy to our life so it's not something we can do with short time because our time is out fast spent but i can tell you this that it's not studying about the enemy that defeats the enemy it's just the awareness of what the enemy can do and what is capable and then now wrong to the person that can actually help you to defeat the enemy that is what i'm doing here it's not glorifying the enemy but understanding the capacity the enemy can operate then you can now run to the one that can help you defeat because if you don't know how mighty a lion is you won't run to the um uh, what's the tribe in there there's this tribe in uh, kenya that can actually um that does not fear lions so i shall tell no it's not i shall tell um I'll, I'll try and get the name. I'll try and get the name. If you know the name, you can send it to me. <laughs> so I know I don't know why I've got the name, but you need to run to them. That oh, for you to be the fear. If you don't know how mighty the python is, you won't begin to look for the person that can help you to kill. But if you just feel like a python, no, you can't do anything. So you won't have. You'll feel like you don't know it, and you won't have not this only fear, but the fear of oh, there's a python. No, but when you now find yourself in christ you will realize that your confidence the fear that 